Badger. The Hopi and other Pueblo Indians look upon the badger as having special curative power since he is associated with the digging up of roots and plants. His paw is kept near a woman in childbirth in an attempt to encourage a speedy delivery since a badger can dig himself out quickly. His tooth is held to be a good cure for toothache. Greetings and welcome to The Other Side. My name is Wood Stack Stacking Tenali, and this is part five of Keep the Home Fires Burning. We'll be featuring a warm and fuzzy collection of tunes, story, and song, woven in the quilted mood of the front porch and snugly campfire. So come gather around. We see the cycles of life continue in the changing season. Stoke the fire, brew a warm drink, let love surround, and may we find balance and harmony with each other and all living things, and may the sounds of autumn soothe our soul. We'll begin with a poem by Stephen Crane, which, in my mind, embodies the warm and fuzzy nature of this show. Each small gleam was a voice a lantern voice, in little songs of carmine, violet, green, gold. A chorus of colors came over the water. The wondrous leaf shadow no longer wavered. No pines crooned on the hills. The blue night was elsewhere a silence. When the chorus of colors came over the water, little songs of carmine, violet, green, gold small glowing pebbles thrown on the dark plain of evening sing good ballads of god and eternity with souls rest little priests little holy fathers none can doubt the truth of your hymning when the marvelous chorus comes over the water songs of carmine violet green gold sky, cold geese honk, on a bare mountain, tree leaves flutter, at dusk in the village, smoke billows from every house, alone with my empty bowl, I head home. I'll sing you this October song Oh, there is no song before it The words and tune are none of my own For my joys and sorrows bore it Beside the sea Though brambly briars In the still-off evening 
birds fly out behind the sun And with them I'll be leaving The fallen leaves Around. They know the art of dying And leave with joy their glad gold hearts In the scarlet shadows lying When hunger calls my footsteps home The morning follows after I swim the sea within my mind and the pine trees laugh green laughter I used to search for happiness and I used to follow pleasure But I found a door behind my mind And that's the greatest treasure For rulers like to lay down laws And rebels like to break them And the poor priests like to walk in chains And God likes to forsake them I met a man Whose name was Time Said I must be going But just how long ago that was I have no way of knowing Sometimes I want to murder time Sometimes when my heart's aching But mostly I just stroll along the path that he is taking. Peas with honey. Though forks had been introduced into England in Elizabeth's time, they were not looked upon with favor in the colonies, where their use was considered an affectation. One had to be fairly ingenious to keep all that was eaten balanced on a knife. Because of this situation, a popular rhyme was often quoted in Puritan Boston. I eat my peas with honey. I've done it all my life. It makes the peas taste funny, but it keeps them on my knife.
And in Finnish, Mikkoniinen, toinen tuoheen, kolmas koivuun, neljäs neulaan, viides viitaan, kuudes kuuseen, seitsemäs seipääseen, kahdeksas kyllää, yhdeksäs yllää. Upon a time in a place far, far from here, when I was 14, I did the spirit guide meditation, which revealed that my spirit's guide's name was Sarah. She came to me like a being of bright blue light in a room inside the cave of my mind. The room had the most amazing carpet. When you looked outside the windows, all you could see were stars. There was a telescope too. We sat in old wood chairs. I visited her in this room many times. Then, some months later, I was walking down a dirt road behind my father's business, and some steps in front of me in the middle of the road was a gravestone. When I flipped the stone over, all it said was Sarah. No date, nothing else, just Sarah. It struck me as odd that a gravestone was placed in the middle of this gravel road. As far as I could see, there were no residences or graveyards, plots, anywhere near, just trees. Was this a coincidence? What did this mean? Running back, I talked my dad into driving his truck down the road, picking up the stone, and bringing it home. Honestly, I can't believe he agreed. For years and years, I had this stone on an altar. I often visited Sarah in our room. Once, about the time I was 20, I moved from one place to another. When I moved the stone, in the moving truck, I placed it on my grandmother's rocking chair and covered it with a blanket. Later, one of the movers picked up the rocking chair, not noticing the stone, and hauled it up two flights of stairs. When he got to the top, he was sweating profusely and complaining about how heavy the chair was. We pulled the blanket off and the stone was revealed. Needless to say, he was horrified. Fast forward another 15 years. I'm 35 and I've just moved into a house in the city. I don't know if I should still be hauling the stone around. 
Everyone was always complaining about it, and I was growing tired of explaining the stone. So I chucked it in the backyard by this shed, which was at the edge of the property next to the chain fence. A few months went by and I kind of forgot about it. Then I hired my neighbor to do my landscaping. And one day I finally noticed that the stone was gone, which perplexed me. No one had said anything. It wasn't under the shed. Where was it? Then I found it in my neighbor's yard mixed into a pile of patio stones. While it was similar in shape, it was different in size sticking out from the rest. I wasn't sure what to do. Should I jump the fence and retrieve the stone? Should I talk to him about it? Should I pretend I know nothing? I decided then and there to let it stay in the pile. Now my neighbor can explain how the stone came to him and carry it forward for the next part of its journey. In this telling, I can finally bury the stone story in my memory. Eyelash is means of predicting the future. 
If the eyelash is laid on the back of the hand and a blow of the right palm dislodges it, one of two solutions may result. If it is not moved, the wish made is lost. If it disappears, it is assumed to have gone to bring the wish. This belief has very widespread acceptance. Come 
my grave than to see my darling go. Hush your life of trouble for a few more days apart. Hush your life of trouble, dear girl, for a boy with a broken heart. I see my coffin coming. The crowd is standing round. Go take me to some lonesome graveyard and let the grave be my home. And when I'm dead and buried, will you come stroll some flowers to show the people around about you the heart you broken lies there? is perfectly real, including consciousness. There's absolutely nothing to worry about. Not only had the chains of the law been broken, they never existed. Demons never guarded the stars. The empire never got started. Eros never grew a beard. No, listen, what happened was this. They lied to you, sold you ideas of good and evil, gave you distrust of your body and shame of your prophethood of chaos invented words of disgust for your molecular love, mesmerized you with inattention, bored you with civilization it's all, and all its usurious emotions. There is no becoming, no revolution, no struggle, no path. Already you're the monarch of your own skin. Your inviolable freedom awaits to be completed only by the love of other monarchs. The politics of dream, urgent as the blueness of sky. Why should I have to worry? Why should I live the blues? Why should I have to suffer? Nothing is wrong with you, oh, nothing is wrong with you. You'll see my face in sorrow, you'll turn around and go. You'll never say tomorrow, out of the rain and snow, out of the rain and snow. I sing myself a lullaby, I sing myself to sleep Because I know that by and by I won't have to weep No, I won't have to weep Autumn evening, a monk stands, listening to crickets, faraway village, buried in mist.
promise is true It all I said from heaven to you It all I said to the beloved Unscrupulous individuals on Cape Cod sometimes engaged in a disastrous form of trickery when on a moonless night they walked up and down the shoreline swinging lanterns. These bobbing lights would be mistaken for lights on the mastheads of anchored vessels, and incoming ships might continue toward port and instead run aground or be wrecked, affording rich opportunities for the cheaters to benefit. Later, the term was used for legitimate salvage operations, where fear of the light of the moon would not make the application of the title so appropriate. This same type of trickery was also known on the Carolina coast and by the same term.
Benson from Wisconsin. I used to drive all over on the drives in Wisconsin on all the rivers is. And when we come to a big jam in the river, and the boys, they told me to go on one side and blow the birch bark for them, and they'll break the jam so much quicker. But then when the boss come around, he got mad and he, he told me he can't keep one, I can't keep one man here for to lay off 300 men. So you better go down the river, he says. Well, the, all the boys hear that, and he says, we'll all go if you send him down the river. That's all. Ellis, that's fine. That singing makes me want to go back to my home in Chicago. Chicago, eh? To the stockyards? Well, you look it with your pants rolled up to your knees. Say, boys, let's have Schmelzer court-martialed. Me? A what? Well, every soldier has the right to bear arms, but not to bear legs. <laughs> <laughs> La verdad que ya te escrito que nunca jamás te esconda Es que existe en Puerto Rico lo que le llaman la bomba Como aquí todos sabemos, un poco malo verdad Aquí va los jardineros, una bomba recita La verdad que ya te escrito que nunca jamás te esconda Es que existe en Puerto Rico lo que le llaman la bomba como aquí todos sabemos, un poco malo versar, aquí va lo al dinero, una bomba recita. Oiganla, aquí va hilito, oiganla, oiganla, aquí va hilito. Oiganla, aquí va hilito, oiganla, oiganla, aquí va hilito. Bomba. A mí me llaman Gilito, lo digo de corazón. Soy el primo más bonito que sale de un cabezón. Oiganla, aquí va Gilito, oiganla, oiganla, aquí va Gilito. Oiganla, aquí va Gilito, oiganla, oiganla, aquí va Gilito. Voy a improvisar, señores. En el grupo soy segundo, primero bailando un son. Y soy el mejor del mundo que acompaña el cabezón. Oiganla, oigan nuestro jefe, Catalá. Oiganla, oigan nuestro jefe. Oiganla, oigan nuestro jefe, Catalá. Oiganla, oigan nuestro jefe. Soy Arturo Catalá, hombre recto y comedido. Doy mi vida por un guiro a son de mariandad. Oiganla, aquí va de río, oiganla. Oiganla, aquí va de río. Oiganla, aquí va el río, oiganla, oiganla, aquí va el río. Soy un hombre popular, esto es para orgullo mío, mas no me atrevo a cantar por no dejar escapar de mi garganta un berrío. Oiganla, aquí va Chemín, oiganla, oiganla, aquí va Chemín. Oiganla, aquí va Chemín, oiganla, oiganla, aquí va Chemín. Me llaman Fermín de Tomas, porque tomo no será, pues lo ajeno no lo tomo, tomo caña nada más. Oiganla, se acabó la bomba, oiganla, oiganla, se acabó la bomba. Oiganla, se acabó la bomba, oiganla, oiganla, se acabó la bomba. 
Reversing clothes. To turn one's cap or apron backward or one's pocket inside out will prevent misfortune from striking after a bad omen has been experienced. This counter magic is best carried out if the turning is done in the direction the sun moves. If you will listen, a song I will sing About my daddy who ran a log train Way down in the Southland in old Alabama We lived in a place that they called Chapman Town And late in the evening when the sun was low Way off in the distance, you could hear the train blow. The folks would come running, and Mama would sing. Get the supper on the table, here comes a log train. Every morning at the break of day, he'd grab his lunch bucket and on his way Winter or summer Sunshine or rain Every morning he'd run That old log train A sweating and swearing All day long Shouting get up there oxen Keep moving along Load her up, boys, cause it looks like rain. I've got to get rolling this old log train. This story happened a long time ago. The log train is silent, God called that to go. But when I get to heaven to always remain, I'll listen for the whistle on the old log train. are fruits, my garments leaves, woven like cloth of gold and crimson dyed. I do not boast the harvesting of sheaves, or orchards and o'er vineyards I preside. Though on the frigid scorpion I ride, the dreamy air is full and overflows with tender memories of the summer tide and mingled voices of the doves and crows. That's an excerpt from Henry Longfellow's poem, The Poet's Calendar. Welcome again to The Other Side. My name is Rocking Chair Tonelli, and the feature is part five of Keep the Home Fires Burning, a show brewed in the colored leaves of autumn. Way back over yonder, we commenced this set with Charles and John Pelner, Bill Slackey, and Luis Casal with Prune Song, The Incredible String Band with October Song, Memphis Jug Band with KC Moan, Peace from Kenya by Richard Chalabani with Naswa, Hobart Smith with Drunken Hiccups, Then we heard a story experienced and read by K. Wink Wink, entitled The Gravestone. Then we heard Bessie Jones with Kinlin Wood, Blind Uncle Gaspard with 
sitting in the window of my room? Well, Kazee with a short life of trouble. Michael Hurley with why should I have to worry? Blind Willie Johnson with the rain don't fall on me. Lottie Kimbrough with rolling log blues. Sven Shantiman Svensson with a lumberjack story. Los Jardineros with Los Jardineros Bombeando. We wrap things up with Hank Williams, The Old Log Train. Stay tuned. Soon come the second set of Keep the Home Fires Burning, Part 5. Thank you.